Hello there, and welcome to Babylon with the boys. I'm Carstrave, and did you listen to the radio station on April 1st? Did you listen to Jack 96.9 on April 1st? <laughs> I haven't listened to the radio in six years. Why? Okay, I still do. I turned on my radio on that on that morning of the of that Thursday. Oh yeah. And what was playing on the radio was not regular Jack 969 classic rock. It was sea shanties. It was pirate music. Seriously? It was seriously pirate music. <clears throat> Talking Did about they... if you don't get whiskey you're going to die and like um all day all morning all morning and my life was complete that day as i sat there listening to um rye whiskey rye whiskey <laughs> i'll drink i'll eat when i'm hungry i'll drink when i'm dry if you don't bring my my rye whiskey i surely will die that that's a vibe I, um did they play my personal favorite what's your personal favorite I gave my love to Heron. Give my love to hmm? How does that one go? You know that one. I gave my love to Heron. She promised to be true. I went to war to come back and find five British soldiers had their way with her. It was consensual. You know that one, don't you? Nope. I don't I'm joking. Know. It's from the other guys. It's from a movie. Will Ferrell sings it. It's quite deliciously, I may add. Oh wow. Um Oh children. Who don't are tell you? your mother, your father is a lush. <laughs> who are who are you? Spencer. Who are you? I don't think we've done the introduction. Of you, of you. Did you introduce yourself? My name is Spencer Chef. And today we're about to get it popping, baby. The first annual slates. Yes. First Hopefully the crowd noise parts we've got to do it ourselves here. We don't have money for fake crowd noises. Um today, yes. We are going through. We're making our own Oscars. And of course, we're going to be stealing from the Oscars. Of course, there are great movies that made it into the Oscars that we think deserve to be there. But yeah. there are snubs and there, there are stuff that needs to be corrected. Yes, stuff that needs to be to cor corrected, stuff that needs to be discussed, and more wine that needs to be drunk. And some movies that we have not seen. So, of course, yeah. that will be kicked off of there. As you can see, we came prepared in our classy rich people robes. Yes, we came very prepared. Um, yeah. But should, should we give them a rundown of what the categories are? Yeah. Give them a rundown, Spencer. We, we have um, limited it a little bit to, was it four? Have we? I don't know. Have you We're... gone down the whole thing? I went down the whole thing. Oh my god. What? Remember in the text I said we could do these ones? Oh. 
No, no wonder it's taking you so long. Well, oh. There are some ones that I want to talk about. What are the four that you wanted to do? Well, add you can add if the other ones if it oh god. Um best actress, best actor, cinematography, best picture. Cinematography picture. What if you wanted if you want to do sound editing or score, feel free because I did I Okay. Or, which one which ones do you want to do? We'll decide now. Oh Hold on. we've made another oopsie. We're gonna the decide now. Slates have gone to rot. Um, the slates are gonna be of Bill. Um, best actor, best mm-hmm. actress, mm-hmm. best supporting actor, best supporting actress. Cinematography, directing, writing. We should do writing. We should do writing. I don't have any. Okay. Okay, that's fine. All right. What am I if not an, an improv artist? Okay. They say I'm a lucky grifter. They say I'm king. I have some stuff that I want to talk about with like some other, like I have documentaries that I want to talk about. Oh, good God. I am underdressed and underprepared. And unfortunately, we are all out of wine. Who drank all the wine? <laughs> Who is the lush pig among us? <laughs> we don't have to do music because I don't even I don't even know. Uh what are the nominees? The nominees for music score. are The Five Bloods, Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. Trent Reznor is on well, here Soul. twice. Yeah. Where are you? Trent, whoa! Trent, you naughty minx. Also, Soul would win then, yeah. Because the other ones, I can't even remember a single piece of music from any of the rest. Um. Also, is it just me or with cinematography this year? Um, there wasn't like a standout blowaway like 1917 last year. Oh yeah, it that was a lot more subtle this cool. year. Um. I definitely want to do cinematography. Do you want to do visual effects too? Because no, I don't, I don't want to do visual effects. Wow, you have to. They always, no one ever like talks about visual effects movies. They always get like, eh, yeah, visual effects. I feel like okay. you have to. For there's um, only one movie that I think is worth it, anyways, on that list. So best actor, best actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, cinematography, directing, editing, picture, and writing. Let's do that. All right. All right. We've decided. We figured it out. Now we're going to be back in a couple. After this brief commercial commercial break, we'll be back with the actual slate. Oh, I love eating oranges, but they're just not as orange as they used to be. Are you tired of your oranges not being as orange as they used to be? Uncle Lester's oranges. more orange than your average orange. Oh, it's so orange. It's like the sun. Uncle Lester's oranges. So good, I can't believe it's orange. Welcome to the first annual Sights. 
All right. Shall we get right into the wards? Because we have um, we're not going to be four hours like the like the Oscars are. No, we respect that people have things to do. Respect that people have things to do. We're gonna we're probably gonna not even do the full podcast on the slate. So we might talk about some some of the Oscar snubs and some stuff like that. But of course, sure. that will be filled out in our categories. The first category, as the Oscars do it, because I think it is the perfect one to lead, because they didn't get to lead their films. <laughs> but they're gonna they're gonna lead this awards ceremony. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the official participation award of the Oscar. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. These these actors and actresses are great as well. Um, do you have the list handy, Dandy? Or should I, I have, go from, from mine? I have my list handy. Do you have your list handy? Actually, you go first. Because I realize I'm missing one. Um, oh, like my, my list or the Oscars list? Oh, I have the Oscars list handy. Yeah, I have the Oscars list handy as well. Um, the Oscars have Sasha Baron Cohen from Trial of Chicago 7. They have Daniel Kaluuya from Judas and the Black Messiah. They have yeah. Leslie Odom Jr. from One Night in Miami. They have Paul... Racy? Yeah, Racy. What the... um, Paul Racy from Sound of Metal. And they have Lakeith Stanfield from Also Truth. So that is their list. I have a complaint right off the bat. What is it? Lakeith Steinfeld and Daniel Kaluuya are not supporting actors. They're the lead actors in the movie. What the... This me throwing my wine glass. That's like... That would be like if like Robert Downey Jr. got Best Supporting Actor for Iron Man. You'd be like, what? <laughs> like, you don't understand. Like, if you've seen the movie, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And how the hell did they both get supporting actors? At least put one of them down and choose someone that you thought was the lead of the movie. They just gave up and put both of them. That is a joke. Anyways, everything else? Yeah, I agree with it. Yeah, I agree with it. Definitely. Um, I, I agree with it. But what is your... What is, what is your slate's... What what's the slate that you're gonna you're gonna give out? Who's your who did you nominate for the slates? Okay, well, I'm just I would keep everything the same. I would just take out Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield and put them in a different category that we'll discuss later. But obviously, you know what that is. Um, what really? Uh huh. Mm, it's good. Actually, I'll um, do mine first because you didn't even prepare this category, did you? No, like I said, improv is fine. If you want me to keep going, I can go. I got mine. Sure, um, go for it. It's going to be mostly the same. My nominees are Sush Baron Cohen for Trial of Chicago 7. Mm -hmm. um, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Mm -hmm. Paul Racy for Sound of Metal. Mm -hmm. Aldous Hodge for One Night in Miami. Ooh, okay. And Yaya Abdul-Mateen for trial chicago seven Ooh, okay those are those are good picks so those are my picks 
there's like two supporting actors from two because I didn't watch that many films where they had supporting actors that blew me away. I was yeah. thinking like put Bo Burnham in here, but I feel like I that would just that, be bad. That would just I be thought, bad. Yeah, see, I thought that too because Bo Burnham is usually a pretty nice guy and he convinced me of being an asshole. Well, he convinced me of being a nice guy. And then convinced, and me, then of convinced me of being an asshole. So, I mean, he definitely had a, a, a mountain to climb on that one. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm no matter how about... asshole, whatever asshole thing his character did, I'm still looking at Bo Burnham's nice little face. So, um, but it doesn't really matter because he won't win. No. Do what, should I say who's going to win my slate? Yeah. I have a feeling it's the same as me. The person who's going to win my slate is I'm deciding right now in my head. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Beautiful performance. Amazingly good. Sam Cooke. What what else could you ask for? And and that was going to be mine too. Leslie Baby got slate. From Who'd Hamilton you... to slate. Wait. Wait a second. Wow. No, I need to switch up. I need to switch up. I need to switch up. I've totally forgot somebody. So my Ooh. nominees are going to be Sasha Baron Cohen, as I said, Leslie Elm Jr., Paul Racy, Aldous Hodge, and Dalroy Lindau. Lindo. No, I'm putting him in my leading role, bro. From... I have, I have him for vet invest the best actor category. I'm I wouldn't give it to him. I'd still give it to Leslie Odom Jr. But he deserves a nomination for that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was quite the lead in that. See, I I thought the same thing, but at the same time, I'm also like, but like out of all the rest of them, he had definitely the most screen time. He had a whole segment where he was like tripping out in the forest, and no one else had that amount of screen that's time. True. Nobody had that amount of screen time. That's that's true. Um, should we get to our next category? Yeah. Best yeah, Supporting Actress. <laughs> this I is what the Oscar has. Yeah. They have um, Maria Bakalova for mm-hmm. Borat, insanely long subsequent sequel title. <clears throat> um, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, Amanda Seyfried for Seyfried? Seyfried? That was Seyfried. Seyfried? for Mank. The girl from Mom and Me. Um, Olivia Coleman for The Father. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Ya, ya Jung Yoon. Young <laughs> You went, you went, oh no. <laughs> I apologize if I mispronounced the names. And wait, who did she play? Was that the grandma? You have <laughs> I haven't seen it. Well, I haven't okay. seen this movie, Spencer. I forgot. I thought everybody's seen it by now. Okay, it's twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars to watch this movie. I'm on a budget right now. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll loan you the money. <laughs> loan me the money. Here, to watch get, the get your get yourself some Minari. <laughs> Oh yeah. 
Um, what what would you change on here? Um, I agree with everything. I just haven't seen the the father, so yeah, I can't comment. I'm sorry. Minari. I'll watch. I'll watch it this week. Have um, you seen Minari? Yeah. What'd you think of Minari? Oh, I really liked it. And if this actress is the grandma, I don't know if it is. Can I look it up? Yeah, sure. Look it up. Look it up, man. Because if the actress is the grandma, then I agree. If the actress is the grandma, then I agree. That, mm-hmm. Only if it's the grandma. It is. It is. Therefore, therefore, I agree. She's honestly my favorite part of the whole movie. It is, therefore, I am. It is, therefore, I am. Yeah, no, it is. She's probably my favorite part of the movie. So, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, can you agree with that? Well, I have two on here that I haven't seen. So, I have to switch them out. So, I haven't seen them. Yeah, so what did you switch them out with? Um, switched one of them out with Talia Ryder, who played um, Autumn's cousin in Never Rarely, Sometimes Always. <laughs> who I love, I loved that movie. And I really think that you they... watched it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this is better than when you said you're watching Buffy. Oh, I'm getting weepy. Because she gave such an understated performance, but you felt every beat that she was having. Mm-hmm. And all the emotions felt so real. And she's quite the, the, probably the definition of a supporting actress. She had to support. She had to support. She supported heavy. She was supporting on her back because there's not many other actors in this movie. No. No. Um, and she's only like 18 or something. So mm-hmm. fire. And I put in Alison Brie from Promising Young Woman. Okay. I can see that. She doesn't have much screen time. but I can see She doesn't that. have much screen time, but I had to put someone. Yeah, you had to put someone. And she doesn't do bad. So, <laughs> um, and who I'd give my slate to. So my nominees are kind of the same: Maria, Maria Bakalova, um, Bakalova Glenn Close, Amanda Seyfried, Talia Ryder, and Allison Brie. And the person that I'd give the war to would be. Maria Bakalova. Yes, dude, we're in sync today. Slated. That. She threw herself in there. Like, I I get embarrassed so easily. And I had to watch some parts of this movie through my through my eyes. I watched oh, both. Back to back, by the way. I oh God! And yeah. Borat too. Uh huh. And Sasha Baron Cohen did an amazing job, but M- Maria 
almost put ourselves into these situations even more than Sasha did. Honestly, but that, they had to do that because by that point, everyone knew who Borat was. Yeah. And she did it with like no hesitation. Literally, other than the the synagogue, which I thought was equally, almost equally as awkward as when he comes in, hello, Jules, his little hands or whatever. I was like, this is horrible. But then when she came in with that dance, I was like, oh my God you're doing this like and without hesitation straight faced mm-hmm. this break she the the government has to hire her to like be in the army because if she gets tortured i'm guarantee you she will not give up your secrets mm-hmm. she, she has a face of steel for like a quarter of the movie she's in a cage yeah like how how can you do that? How can you do that? She completely degraded herself for the entertainment of a snuff like me. And I, I slate. And in a crazy year like 2020, sure, maybe we should give it to more like traditional performances. No. Like I scoff on the tradition. Scoff on the tradition. This is this is performance art and it's yeah. In it's pure. No sport. one, no one was as bare and open to the public as this woman. Um, what categories should we do next? We have, we have cinematography, editing, directing. Do you want to go into those categories and then go to the, the big three? Yeah. Let's start with a kind of small one. Let's go to editing. Oh, wait, did you want to give your, did you have any different supporting actresses? Um, well, taking Olivia Coleman out. I'll go with uh, never, rarely, sometimes, always, because why wouldn't I? I'm obsessed with that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I still agree with with uh, Maria winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen all the rest, so um, <laughs> I'm Gucci. We could we could go to editing. Let's go into editing. Um, for editing, the Oscars have the father. Um, by directed by Yorgos Lamprinos. Lamprinos. Um, no, um, Nomadland, directed by, um, edited by Chloe Zhao. Oh yeah. Um, Promising Young Woman, direct, um, edited by F- Fred Frederick. There's so many. There's so many like accents over. Frederick, Thoraval, Thoraval, something like that. Good God. Um, Sound of Metal, directed by, um, Michael Nelson. Mike, Mike, Michael Nelson. Yeah. The Trial of Chicago Seven, edited by, Alan, Baumgarten. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the editors of these films. I didn't have time to look them up. But the editor of Time. Ooh, yeah. I I have to give that I have to give that film a nomination here because it. I'm it, I'm replacing the father with that because I haven't seen the father. Yeah, I haven't seen the father. I haven't seen Nomadland. Time. If you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon Prime. 
that rhymed and it has great great editing it um it its story is told through its editing mm-hmm. that's Which all I guess, I guess like every every film is but this is like i'm saying it, it says more with a cut than it does with words mm-hmm. um and i'd also give a nomination to um never rarely sometimes always because that Just editing like a lot of editors say and it should be it's completely invisible yeah it feels like it feels like the film is just you watching somebody go through these couple days it doesn't feel like it drags it doesn't feel like there's um somebody weaving this together in the editing room yeah no it you honestly as a film student, I think we're looking for stuff more than like the average just person who's just going to see a movie. Mm-hmm. And if you can completely convince me that what's happening is happening and I've completely forgotten it's a film and I'm invested, as me who's always like, oh, how do they do that? Um, that's pretty impressive. So yeah. I agree. I'll, I'll, instead of replacing Nomadland with that, I'll just add it to the list and then um, I'm replacing the father with time. If, if that, if that works. I'm, I'm replacing Nomadland with, um, cause I haven't seen that. Have you seen Nomadland? What'd you yeah. think of it? Um, I would say performances are good. It's shot really well. Um, and it feels almost kind of like a documentary. Like I'm not even joking. And for a bit, it kind of felt like the Gleaners night. Oh, okay. Um, but I didn't love it as much as everyone else, and I feel really alone. Mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> I'll. Who would you give the the slate the slate to? Oh God. Oh God! Oh my God! Um, dude, that's really hard. You have to do it. You have to do it, man. I think I have to go sound of metal, and I'll tell you why. Because, holy crap, that's why. Yeah, that's true. I guess technically, a lot of that was sound related. Mm-hmm. But the picture has to be on point for it to make sense too. That thing where he like first loses his hearing in the trailer, and it's just the contrast to like the last morning. It was heartbreaking. I almost sobbed. I'm going to give it to Promising Young Woman. Ooh, see, that's a good pick too, though. Because <clears throat> the way the film is paced and edited puts you in such a weird mental state it flows in a way that like it doesn't it makes you think and it has one of the best third acts I've seen in a while See, someone had told me that they didn't think the third act worked for them. 
And I was like, which I could see why, because I but can see for, why. Me, for me though, for for me. Also, did you find yourself weirdly kind of almost like laughing awkwardly, like ha ha ha? No, that's you. Like, that's you, Spencer. I just couldn't. no that whole thing where like Schmidt from New Girl just takes off into the forest. I like, I was like, ha ha. I think that's supposed to be played for jokes. Like some of it is. When, when I don't remember the actor's name, but when Schmidt from New Girl walks into that room, it's kind of almost funny. Like, it's like, I don't know whether to laugh or not here, but maybe I'm just a sick person. I was just like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I you was just, stuck. Comic, right? I was stuck there and I was like, I, I, I really want to leave. Like, I, please. I'm oh that oh you didn't see you didn't see that coming though right no how no. okay no I as it was happening I went no no I was no, like no they're not gonna do this no I was like but 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 no like I was like that's impossible look at the name of the movie they wouldn't do that and then I was <laughs> I was like they're doing it they're doing it we can't turn back now. It's done. Okay. And then and then it ended and I went, whoa. I didn't see that coming either. Mm-hmm. Oh. I like how we can't spoil it, so we're just making noises at this point. We're just um, making noises at this point. Yeah. Anyways, I agree with that slate. You're right. It, especially the third act, you're right, how it's edited. Yeah. And it ties everything together. You're right. That, that's a good pick. Okay. Thy films, you have been slated. I slated them. The dark stormy sea infiltrated the ship like a plague. The cold chewed at my bones. Three of us already dead to scurvy. A rat cautiously gnawed on my loins. Hey, look, sorry. No, no, no. Um, it's just, this probably isn't my place here. I'm sorry. But uh, how, what, what does this have to do with a Geico commercial? No, no, you're right. No, it's not my place. No. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. No, no, it's fine. Um, I'll just go back here. Where, where was I? Do, 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 do. Ah, okay. Got it. <clears throat> a rat nod on my loins. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Was that good? Or should we do another? That's good? Okay. Welcome back to the slates. Woo! Next up on our... Next up on the awards is the um, one for... The slate for cinematography in a feature film. Uh, Spencer. Would you give them your nominations? Should I give the Oscar nominations first, like what the Oscars did? Yes. Hey, I gotta find. I gotta find. My God. My God. If you're gonna take so long. Well, I have them here. I just have to scroll here. Okay, so the Oscars put um, best cinematography: Judas and the Black Messiah, Sean Bobbitt, Mank, Eric Mersh. Was it? Messerschmitt, Messerschmitt. Uh, 
News of the World, Darius Wolski, and Nomadland by Joshua James Richards. Oh, wait, and there's another one. Uh, Trial of Chicago 7 by Fidon Papumeku. I, I don't know. Papumichael? Papumichael? That sounds like a made-up thing. Um, so that's the Oscars. And then my my list goes a little something like this. Um, keep Nomadland. Um, and then I'm adding Minari. Oh, by Lachlan Milne, I believe. Awesome, awesome. Um, then get rid of News of the World because I haven't seen that. And yeah, pretty much everything else can stay, but I'm adding Minari. Um, I'm adding. Never, never, rarely, sometimes, always. I'm adding that. Oh, God, I forgot to add that. I'm sorry. No, Redux, that's on my list, too. And do you know why? I think you know why. Sixteen millimeter. Say it with me. Sixteen millimeters. Sorry, I forgot. I didn't scroll down far enough. That's on there, too. Cinematography by um, Helena. Helena? Louvart, Louvart, baby. Um, and I'm also adding the cinematographer from the platform. Ooh, that's a good choice. Which is, where is it? John D. Dominguez. John D. And I'm also adding the cinematographer, even though you know it's like partially home video. I'm adding the cinematographer from time. Okay. Well, okay. You look at those shots of like the like floating heads, and they are so beautiful. There's this, and they're in black and white, <clears throat> so beautiful. And there's this one I remember where she's doing like this religious, um, where uh, Fox Rich is doing a religious, she's the subject of the documentary. She's doing this religious ceremony. Yeah. And the person performing the religious ceremony is like very sweaty. And you can like the like drops of sweat look so detailed. Like you, I don't know what they did. Did they shoot in like 8K or something? Like it was crazy. Oh, that dude just has big sweats. It was amazing. It looks it like almost movie. like it looked almost like the last dance when Michael Jordan's head is sweaty. That's what yeah, and. There's some, they have multiple cinematographers. Zach Manuel, Justin Zyferash, and Niza East. Niza East. So, them all in there too. Niza East. That's three. So, that's Judas, News of the World, and Nomadland, because I haven't seen any of those. Because I'm a horrible human being. I'm just happy you watch Never Rarely, Sometimes Always. So. I know you are. I know you're happy. But got me uh, unsheathing my robe here. But what would who would you give it to? Who would you give it to? You always make me go first. Um, 
the person I would give it to. I had a lot of problems with this film. But the cinematography was yeah, stand out of this film. I'm going with what you're going to. Yeah. And it's um Eric Messer Messerich Mend. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> Eric Fermank. Fermank. Same. Going the same. Mank. Because while I didn't really like the movie that much, the cinematography was some fire. Mm-hmm. Slayed it. And I liked the writing. Oh yeah. Because there are some great, like little, there were so many great little nods to, to my my film nerdum. Oh um, yes, many times, many times I went mm-hmm. like I actually talk- made that noise. We're talking about when like Orson Welles is off doing the Heart of Darkness film and or the film in Brazil. I'm like, oh, I know that because I went to school. <laughs> it's um, for me. Yeah. Um, yep. I concur. Next. Next. Man, I don't know how we're going on. Um, what was that? I think it was Popeye. I don't know. It just kind of slipped out. Um, directing. Directing. Slate for best director. The directors that they have on there. Slate. Um Thomas Vinderberg for another round. Oh yeah. Um Mank. David Fincher for Mank. Um Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Nomad Land, Chloe Zhao, Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennell. Is there only one that I haven't seen? I haven't seen another round. There's only one you haven't seen. Wow. Well, I haven't seen The Father, but that's not for Best Director. That's not for um, Best Director. Um, What am I going to replace that with then? Um, I... Haven't seen another round, and I'm not replacing it. <laughs> I, I don't care. If you have Thomas Vinderberg in a category, I'm Dude, not, I can't replace fine. him. I can't, th- this is, I'm not even sure if this film's like even that good. It could be terrible, and they just have an excuse to put well, Thomas Vinderberg. You could have a terrible film with great directing. Because I, I'm gonna replace him with Christopher Nolan for Tenet because I don't think I I don't think it's his best film, but I think directing wise he killed it. Like he I think he executed exactly what he meant to execute. Um although there's people fighting in reverse. Yeah. Thomas Vinderberg in this um he created dogma mm-hmm. along with um Lars Trigger. Explain explain what dogma is because explain what dogma is. Okay, Dogma was is this really weird thing that like happened in the '90s. It was this film movement that they call Dogma. It's the, isn't it Dogma '96? Dogma Nog Dogma '95, I think. Oh, it's 1995. Um, where they put a bunch of these rules on the films that you make that are Dogma films. It's like a European thing. 
Yeah, I think they're both Dutch or something. Thomas and Lars, Thomas Vinderberg and Lars von Trier. The Dutch. Yeah, this film's from Denmark. Yeah. And what Dogma was is that you had to have it shot on film. You had to have it um, like with all natural lighting. They had to like, they had some scenes like lit with candles. Like Mm -hmm. you didn't have to have any, you couldn't put any like superficial violence or action or have it with special effects or anything. It brought it down to the nitty gritty bones of what filmmaking was and what story. I think it has to be under a certain budget too. Um, It has to be under a certain budget too. The whole idea of it was like, they were concerned that with, like bigger blockbusters like Terminator 2 or whatever that we were starting to like lose the essence of film so they stripped it back down to bare basics yeah and Thomas Vinderberg directed uh The Celebration which is a great dogma film which is a fantastic film and he also directed The Hunt he did which is an amazing film from the early 2010s so they have written their wrongs by give him director now but i might take it away from him i'm not sure yet i'm gonna give yeah um, i'm gonna take out lee isaac chong and put in um galder ganzatel doratia for the platform i respect that this is my favorite it's my favorite film of the year um i'm gonna replace chloe zhao with regina king Ooh, and you know I've seen Nomadland, and I'm gonna do that too. It, I'm feeling frisky today. And who are you gonna give the slate, Spenny? You know exactly who I'm gonna give the slate to. Who are you actually? Give? You don't. You probably don't know who I'm gonna give the slate to. <laughs> Never mind. I'm giving it to Emerald Fennel. I'm just making sure. That it is. Oh my gosh, me too. Whoa! 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 Oh, just shuts down. I have more nominations that I need to switch out. I'm going to switch out Mank mm-hmm. for Spike Lee. Actually, me too. Screw that. You know because, what? You're right. Because the only thing that saved Mank for me was the references and the cinematography. So, yeah. So it wasn't the directing. It wasn't the directing. You're right. And the five bloods took more risks, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so if you're gonna give somebody a nomination because he's like a big name, give it to Spike Lee and not. You might as well at that point. Because yeah. I'm not even sure if he's ever been nominated. I don't know actually. Um, and David Fincher. He he's had his time in the sun. He's been nominated. He's had his time in the sun. Has, he doesn't need. I need to double check if he's been nominated actually. Has he? Must have been. At least for the social network, right? At least, yeah. You'd think for the social network. If not, I'm gonna gone, go to, gonna go to awards and recognition. Um, curious case of Benjamin Button had thirteen nominations. He's had quite enough. Social network had eight. Yeah, he's had his time in the sun. Let's get. Let's give Spike Lee. Let's get Spike Lee in here. 
Sure, he directed that remake of Old Boy, but he gave us a lot of things we liked too. Directed the Academy Award. Where's what the heck? Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'd switch that out. So it'd be Thomas Vinderberg for another round, which I haven't seen, but I've seen The Hunt. I've seen Celebration. I love them both. <laughs> um, You're giving him the nomination off of the work that he's done. Yeah, I feel like some people in the Academy has, have done that. Oh, every year that happens. It's not um, I'm going to give it to Spike Lee instead of Mank. I'm going to give it to The Platform. I'm not going to try and pronounce that name again. I'm sorry, but I love you. Um, <laughs> Thank you for making the, my favorite film of the year, but I can't... Uh, I'm going to give it to Regina King instead of Chloe Zhao. Yeah. But they have the correct person on here to win. Mm-hmm. So let's just hope that they, they do that and give it to em- Emerald. I'm so happy this movie is getting like a lot of buzz. Yes. It, I'm very happy. I I I need to see Nomadland. I need to see Minari before, because we might do an Oscar reactions. Oh, totally. Uh, who knows? So I'll, hopefully I'll be able to watch him by then. Um, and that is our directors, and the slate goes to Emerald Fennell. Slated. Um, I. Heard- some people call her emerald emerald fennel That's what but I, I feel like that just reminds me of fennel sausage and i'm like no i'm not gonna like say uh, <laughs> what what did you say? I, just, I just went oh that's a thing to say um <laughs> well i feel like i wouldn't like my last name like put in with something that you put in sausage the sausage is good if the boot fits you know <laughs> okay the boot does not fit um let's move on yeah, we... final three categories yeehaw howdy y'all it's texas ranger carol Come to y'all with another forest fire prevention message. If you're thinking of burning a body in our lovely forestry this summer, just remember don't do it. Our forestry here does get drier around summertime than my mouth after Grandpappy makes me eat one of his special sausages. Yeehaw! So if you're thinking about burning a body, do it in the desert. This has been a message from the government of the South. Hey. Oh, snap. My phone just fell right off. So we're going best actor. Is that what we're starting with? Yeah, let's start with best actor. I think is there even a need? I think we know who we have to give it to. I think we know who we have to give it to. So what the Oscars have is Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Rightfully so. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman Chaddy. The, late, the late Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom mm-hmm. um, Anthony Hopkins for The Father The Father! I'm your yeah. father! Gary Oldman Everything, uh, everything grown? 
Gary Oldman. Yeah. Gary Oldman for Mank. Mm -hmm. um, and Stephen Young for Minari. Mm -hmm. So I haven't seen two of these. <laughs> yeah. So, I have I have a different list as well. Mine's different. I, I know you have different. Um mine would be Riz Ahmed for yeah. Sound Metal. Mm -hmm. Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm -hmm. um, Isaac <clears throat> Menage for Mel. That sounds, I said it like a French person when it's a Spanish thing. Uh -huh. Menage? Menage. Menage. <laughs> and Gary Oldman for Mank. Mm -hmm. And George Clooney. Oh, for Night Sky. Yeah, interesting. Okay. I liked him in that. <clears throat> I really, I, there wasn't that much that was great about the film. He directed himself. Mm -hmm. And there was a really good performance by the um, young act actress in it. Yeah. But he went on this journey that I really felt. So you put him in give it to Midnight Sky. Right. Not not the slay. I'm just gonna give him the nomination. Okay. Um who do my, you like? I got Delroy Lindo for the Five Bloods, uh Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. I don't know why I said Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. I don't know why I said it like that. Um Danny Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah and the Keith Stein for Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm writing the Oscars wrong. Disgusting. 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 Garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Let's do. Yeah. I I I took away I took away Anthony Hopkins, who has been nominated and won a million times, and gave it to George Clooney, who's been nominated before and who's the darling hunk of Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, again, we haven't seen the father. We really should just watch the father. I think is the should watch the father, and I should watch No Man Land and Minari. You should. Um, who are we giving it to? Because I think we know. I don't even think we need to. Okay, they're gonna give this. Give it to him. Uh huh. If they don't. Are there's we... gonna be riots. Oh yeah. Uh huh. But are we going to? Right. We're we're doing it too, right? No, we're gonna give it to Gary Oldman. What are you talking about? <laughs> And the slate goes to Chatty B, the late Chatty Chadwick B. Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. One hell of a final performance. Yeah. And his performance in the Five Bloods was great, too. Yes. Chatty B, thy have been slated. Thy have been slated. Um, Best Actress. You already know. The Oscars have Viola Davis. Mm -hmm. Rings, Black Bottom. I have that as well. Um, Andre Day. The United States versus Billie Holiday. Which I didn't even hear before Dude, I watched a movie Golden Globes. I was like, what is this movie? I still haven't heard of it, honestly. What? What is that? Um, Sorry. That's not on the list. Whoops. Um, Vanessa Kirby 
Pieces of a Woman, which I've been trying to watch for eight years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to watch that film for so long. Okay, like, tonight I'm going to watch that movie. Oh, wait. It's, oh, no. Either. I'm sorry. It, I'm Francis, sure. Francis McDormand for Nomadland. Yep. Honestly, probably my celebrity crush at this point. Um, it's her and Maggie Smith at this point. They're just kind of riding it out for first place. Um, <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. I'm seeing Young Woman. Mm-hmm. What, Who are you giving this to? Oh, wait. What's yours? What's your, your redux? Your addendum list. Redux. It's the remix. (laughs) Yo, it's the remix. We got Viola Davis still, though. Mm -hmm. Viola Davis in the house. (laughs) We got Cindy Cindy Flanagan. Yes. For um, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always. Do you have Cindy Flanagan as well? Yes. Why wouldn't I have Cindy Flanagan? Who do I look like? This um, is a this is this is a man's game. Throws piano, starts saying gibberish, runs through a wall because I love that movie so much. Okay, if that movie asked me to sell my blood on the street in courts, I would. Um, the, I I'm gonna keep it with Andre Day and Vanessa Kirby because like they're good. Oh wait, not Andre Day and Vanessa Kirby. I'll keep it with Andre Day because. Anybody that can play Billy Holiday is probably pretty good. Probably pretty good. And like not have like backlash or anything. Probably pretty good. So good that we didn't hear a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so good that we didn't hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then instead of Francis McDormand, I'm gonna have Kristen Mel Kristen Melon Melanotti. Melanotti? For Palm Springs. Oh, really? Gosh. I thought she did really good in that film. Like, even though it's a comedic film, like, she gave such a, like, it was a powerful performance. You don't have to justify yourself here. This is the slates, baby. We have no Oscar agenda. We just like movies. You gotta justify yourself. Go, go watch Palm Springs and have a good it's, time. It's pretty good, actually. It's fun. It's for one. Oh, oh, okay. Um, my list is Viola Davis, Sydney Flanagan, Francis McDormand, um, Carrie Mulligan, and I'll leave it at that. But uh, who's winning yours? Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan is one of mine. Is that yours as well? Is Carrie Mulligan yours? No, it's Sydney Flanagan. <laughs> Don't take this away. Yeah, okay, no, but honestly, um, I was trying to decide this morning which one should win. Between Sydney Flanagan and Carrie Mulligan? And Carrie Mulligan, and I was thinking carrie mulligan up until like five minutes before we started the podcast and you decided on cindy flanagan yeah because i remember that i cried during that movie very hard that scene that i think (laughs) is all one take it is 
by the way, and you barely see the other woman. I don't even think you do at all. Honestly. You don't. You yeah. see, like, maybe, like, her hair. Uh-huh. Was one of the most powerful things. I've ever seen, like, ever in anything. Like, because she's so... That was filmmaking. Cindy Flanagan really, like, drew back that performance for the whole film. Exactly. So she has that moment where she's, like, going through... The questions. Uh, going through the questions. And that's when you real you're, like... This is why the film is named that. Uh-huh. And then that hesitation. When I think she what she says, she says, I think rarely or something like that. I was like, You're like that's what I was like, oh no. And then just her perform. I'm getting teary. Look, I'm getting teary just thinking about it. Oh, it's happening again. Oh my children. Okay. So I'm giving it to that one, but I honestly was going to give it to Carrie Mulligan. So I don't disagree with your choice. Thank you. Thank you. Cindy Flanagan and Carrie Mulligan, step forward. You have been stated. Stated. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm choking up. Okay. Are we at this picture? What the shit? <laughs> It just flew by after this brief commercial break. Do 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 commercial break. It's dark. I have a yeast infection. Geico, fifteen minutes can save you fifteen percent or more in car insurance. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I know already made that ad, but come on. Let's talk about it. Their commercials have nothing to do with the... Any, anyways, back to the episode. Um, Best picture. It's the big O. It's the big one. It's the big Mac Daddy. It's the Mac Daddy of them all. I think we have to do best picture music. Should we just do like the little like thing from Ariel? Like, oh... That's like the best picture. <laughs> my voice there. Okay. Best. I don't picture. think it like caught up the frequency that you're going at with that last one. I don't think it caught it. I, don't, no. I think the microphone just like. It just decided no. Like I, I went to dog I'm... pitch. <laughs> I went way too high. When dog... I actually heard my house go, what the hell? Um. um... Best picture. The nominees are for the actual Oscars. The Fighter. The Fighter. Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and Mank. the Black Messiah. Mank. Minari. Minari. No, my land. No, my land. Promising young woman. Promising young woman. Sand Needle. Sand Needle. Trailer, the Trail of Chicago Seven. And that's all. And that's all. Now, I've not seen four of these films. No, wait. Yeah, four of these films. So it's going to be very interesting what I have on my list because I haven't seen some of the films I have on my list. 
Very interesting list. Um, oh dear. I have the platform. Yeah. Make. Uh, never, uh, rarely, sometimes, always. Yeah. Promising young woman. Yeah. Round of Metal. Mm-hmm. Trav Chicago Seven. Yeah. Palm Springs. Oh yeah. I'm still deciding in my head what the I think I'm gonna keep it at that. I'm okay. not gonna they do that as well. They don't like have sometimes they have a little bit less on there. I'm gonna just have one less on there. Okay. Because that's just who I am. I I concur. Okay. Um I've done that like the whole list. <laughs> For mine, I have sound of metal, juice in the black messiah. I put Borat subsequent movie film on there. Um, and I'll tell you why. I think it's a miracle that they were able to film that during global pandemic. And it turned out as competent as it did. So I'll, I'll give it the nod for that. That was pretty impressive. Um, uh, never rarely, sometimes, always. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Promising Young Woman. I have taken off Nomadland. I have taken off Wow. Oh, yeah. No. Um, even after seeing it? Even after seeing it. I have taken it off Minari. Even after seeing it, you took off Minari? For Borat? Not for Borat. For never, rarely, sometimes, always. <laughs> Mank got taken off by Borat. It did it to itself, if you ask me. Um, yeah. I still wanted to give it to, to Mank, and especially... Oh, we forgot to talk about writing. Oh, whatever. We we'll can take, do it after this. We'll get it next year. <laughs> That's how we do it at the Slates, baby! Organization is for... Organization. Um, it's the Slates. It's the Slates, baby. It's the Slates, baby! I just, yeah, I had to give it to Platform because it's my favorite film of the year. Yeah, no shit. I know that. So I'm going to give my slate to Platform. And finally, the movie that has cleaned up the slates, boy. Cleaned up the in slates here. Cleaned, cleaned up. The slate is licked the floor clean. The slate is clean. It's glistening. Look how clean that oh look how clean that slate is as everything falls down around me. Look at it. What I know this is a film that I don't think I included on my favorite movies of 2020 list because I hadn't seen it at that point, but it slowly I haven't seen it either. I didn't see it either. Uh Uh-huh. And I feel so badly because of how good it is. I'm giving it to Never Rarely Sometimes Always. What? Yeah. I thought you were going to say something totally different. I thought you were going to say Promising Young Woman, but that was on your 2020 list. It was. And I think it was also, it was on my best female director move, um, female directed films of all time. But so was never, rarely, sometimes, always. And 16 millimeter. 16 millimeter. 16. Say it with me. 16 millimeters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, shot beautifully, acted beautifully, written beautifully, directed beautifully. 
I I am this film. And like I said, if this film asked me to sell my blood on the street, I would. So, films, you have been slated. First annual slates, everyone. First annual slates. slates. Over and done with. The slates. And now, we've talked about the Oscars. Mm -hmm. But now I think we might give our Oscar predictions. Okay. Now those the slates are over and done with. Yes. Look ahead to the Oscars. Another year, another slate. <laughs> another year, another slate. Oh. We look ahead to the Oscars. And we do our Oscar predictions. Mm -hmm. So maybe let's just do the top five categories. Who do you think is going to win Best Supporting Actor? Best Supporting? Uh, let's, let me look through my options again. It's probably going to... Oh, gosh. Oh, this is so awkward. I feel so unprepared. Are they playing the music ready? Are you playing the music? Yeah, they're playing the music. Oh, my gosh. I'm, okay, Best Supporting Actor, it's going to be... Oh, shish. I, I think... It's gonna be Leslie Odom Jr. The one I think said. I think so as well. That's why I'm circling. That's I think I'm... I think it's Leslie Odom Jr. We'll come back and talk about how accurate we were, maybe in a different podcast. I'm saying Leslie Odom Jr. If not, it may be Paul Racing. I can see that as well. Yeah. Um, best supporting actress. I want Marie to get it. Yeah, me too. But I think they're going to give it to Ya Jung Yoon. I think as well. I don't think they're going to give it to like Olivia Coleman or Amanda Seyfried or Glenn Close. Glenn Close is really good in Hillbilly LG. I kept her on. Glenn Close is really always good though. Even though that movie <laughs> fell quite flat. For me as well, but I like Glenn Close. Um, who do you think is going to win Best Actor? Gadwick, obviously. They would I think they would honestly be like closed down if they didn't do that. They would close down. Yeah. Best actress. Now this I'm Ooh, this I is where the competition because every single one has a chance to me. I could see them doing I could see them doing um Andrew Day. But I could also see them doing Carrie Mulligan, but I could also see them doing Francis McDormand, but I could also see them doing Viola Davis. I don't think Vanessa Kirby's going to get it. No, I'm sorry, Vanessa Kirby. But the other ones, I could see it for all of them. Andre Day, it could be Andre Day. Yeah. They may, they may just pick Viola Davis so they have a person of color, to be honest. Well, Andre Day is also a person of color. Especially. Yes, yes. But I feel like it'd be cute if they paired it with Chadwick. You know, it's like two. I don't know. I mean, that was, I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. I like symmetry. Um, um, I think I'm going to be optimistic. And I think it's going to be the one that we picked. I think it's going to be Carrie Mulligan. I want it to be Carrie Mulligan. I want it to be. I don't know if it will be, but I want it. Let's go. Let's go. Start the car. Best. Okay. Um, Start the car! Start the um, car! 2007 commercial. That's a great commercial. Um, directing. Another round. Thomas Vinderberg. Mank. Minari. 
Nomad Land, Promising Young Woman. Who are you giving it to? Who do you think it is? Emerald Fennell. What? It should be Emerald Fennell. I want it to be so badly that I want I want that to be the case. I th- I'm sorry, but you know it's you know who it's going to be though. You know it's going to be Chloe Zhao. I know, yeah, because I know it's going to be Chloe Zhao. I just want it to be Emerald. She did everything for that film. Mm-hmm. Um, In fact, I'd be shocked if they didn't give it to her. But I really want Emmy, Emmy F. Yeah, I want Emmy. Me. You know, I don't think they'd do it in this year. But like Thomas Vinderberg. <laughs> they did Thomas Vinderberg. I feel like everybody would be like, what? Well, first of all, everyone other than like me and you, I feel like would be like, who? Who? <laughs> who? What? 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 Yeah. But I would be happy if you got it, to be honest. I I would be happy. But a female hasn't won a Best Directing Oscar. I think since like the... I'm not sure if a female has ever won an Oscar for directing. I know the last... When Chloe Zhao won for um, the Golden Globes, it was the first time... In, yeah, since the eighties, mm-hmm. that woman won best director in, in the Golden Globe. So I'm not sure if it's the same for which is insane. The because then it occurred to me that Lost in Translation came out in 2003, and then I like was like, what else came out in that year? What? What did he give it what to you Daredevil? Doing? Like what came out? What the hell? Did Citizen Kane come out in 2003? Yeah, what the hell came out? In two- I guarantee you, it wasn't better than that. Okay, let's look up the 2003 Oscars because now I'm curious. Um, 2003. Wait, would it be the 2004 Oscars then? Yeah, that's true. Trudeau. Trudeau, our our prime minister. Papa Trudy. Um, list of winners. Going down the list, looking for who won best director, best cinematographer, best song. Why are they not showing what was happening here? They're trying to hide it. They're trying. Lord to of the Rings. It. Oh, you bitch! Lord of the Rings came out. They stole it. Lord of the. I, this is why I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. That exact reason. Yeah, Peter it. Jackson. It was Peter Jackson for Lord of the Rings. What are you doing? Did she even get nominated? I don't think she even got nominated. Oh my god. Oh, she did. She did. She did. Okay, thank god. Oh. Oh. Oh, and so did the guy for City of God. Ooh. Ooh. Actually, maybe 2003 did have some bobs. Mm-hmm. How wrong was I? And Mystic River, Clint Eastwood, okay. Master yeah. Commander. Okay, there was some bops. Which I haven't seen. I need to see Master Commander. Okay, we're getting off track here. We're way in the weeds. Who is going to win? What film is going to win Best Picture? 
What film? Oh, wait a second. What? Wait a second. Wait a hot second. Wait a steaming hot second. Wait, wait. What? Spit it out. Why is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom not nominated for Best Picture? What? I'm just realizing that now. Wait a steaming Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is not nominated for Best Picture. Take Mank off of there and put Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I'm dragging Mank off of there. I'm taking him by his sweaty legs. I'm sorry, Gary Oldman, but it's time to go. You've had enough. Just one more. No, you've had enough, Gary Oldman. We're taking you. We're getting you a cab. We're bringing you home. You've had one too many. What the heck? What, what is wrong? What is wrong? I was like, maybe it's going to be Mall Rangers Black Bomb. And then I looked back on the list. And, and what's on there? Well, so we're rewriting the slates and we're putting Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on there as a nominee. Yeah. Wait, how did we miss that, by the way? How did we miss that? How did we miss that? I feel like the Oscars. And what's missed. weird, as you said it, I went, what? No, it's on there. And then I thought I went, no, it's not on there. It was on my list, but it wasn't on theirs. Mm-hmm. Good dog. That's a, that's a screw up. What are you doing? No, you know what it is? It's that that's not on there, but Mank is. That's that's really the depressing part of it all. Mm-hmm. This is why the slates are awesome. What's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> this is why the slates are awesome. What's going to win Best Picture? I'm scanning my head. Is is it gonna be is it gonna be Nomad Land? I think so. Okay, no, you know what? No. They're gonna be risky this year. They have to be risky. People have been pissed at them for years. They've been pissed at them as soon as really it's been all going downhill since they accidentally said La La Land. Um so I think they're gonna give it to promising young woman. I think they're going to try to right some, some political wrongs. Well, I feel like they think Nomadland's writing a political wrong. A lot of people would say Nomadland's writing a political a wrong. A political wrong. But technically, if you think about it, which movie shows or encapsulates a female perspective more accurately? I don't know because I haven't seen Nomadland. Right. That is true. You have not seen them. Good God. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure if two guys are really the people to comment on what has the more accurate female perspective. I'm allowed. I have girlfriends, okay? I have friends that are girls, and they told me that it did. They said it to me. No, I'm joking. Um, we got to get more girls on this podcast. That's what we need to do. We need, yeah, that's what we need. Can we, can we just start doing that like once every other week? Just have a female <laughs> Just on? to cut down the frat boy energy that we bring. Oh, the disgust. Spencer, what's the question that you're going to ask me? Um, I was going to ask you, what do you think is the biggest Oscar snub in the history? Well, I think I know. Oh, of, of all history. Of any category. Of all time. But I mean, obviously, I don't know like every year's nominations off the top of my head. Just something that stood out to you. 
Well, there's the classic, like in 1990, in 1941, the Oscar went to How Green Is My Valley, which I haven't seen. Oh, I saw it just to to compare. Just to compare? It's a joke. Um, It's a fine film, I guess, for 1941. But when you look at like historical impact in hindsight, I think it's a funny joke that they put that there. Um, Spike Lee and Do the Right Thing Not Winning in 1989. That's a good one. Number, Another Summer. Sound of a Funky Drum. Every time. Um, Gone with the Wind. I'm not even sure if it won Best Picture in 1939. It might have been something else. But The Wizard of Oz didn't win. That's true. And wow. How? How? It kind of. Every person has seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every person has seen. If you haven't seen that movie, you don't qualify. You don't qualify as a person if you haven't seen that movie. Honestly, I'm convinced that I would say everyone in my life at least has seen that movie. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. There are some big. There are some big snubs. Green Book just came on Netflix. Yeah. And that was another movie where I'm like, you shouldn't have won Best Picture. See, there's someone that I won't say by name because I don't know if he cares if I shout him out or not. Um, in my class, who adores that film. Oh. And I, if you know anything about me, I hate it. And I can't say that I hate it around him because I see how passionately he gets about it. And I just enjoy the fact that he likes a movie. So I don't want to start bashing it in front of him. I'm like, ah, we don't need to bat. Like, let the, let the guy like the movie. But deep down inside, the more he talks about it, the more I want to go. I hate it. I hate it. Um, and it's historically inaccurate and it makes me upset. Anyways. Yeah. I, to be honest, I watched it. And I wasn't like right away, like, I hate this movie. I was like, well, it seems like an okay movie. You know, it's pretty good. It's a movie. Yeah. And then I like read up about the histor- historical inaccuracies of it. And the I irresponsibility started, of releasing it how they did. And I started like thinking about some of the scenes. And I'm like. It, it's the blind side, but with Vigo Mortensen. Mm-hmm. it's a movie it's a movie to make white people feel like see we're not always racist mm-hmm. yeah. and that's about all it serves as and then like when you look at the real story anyways I'm not here to bash that movie it's just I find it that it was an irresponsible way to tell that story um mm-hmm. um I actually have a soft spot for the blind side though uh <laughs> Because, okay, I watched it back when I was a fat kid that always felt like he was less intelligent than everybody else and always felt like he was, like, all I was good for people around. And I really, even though he was black, I really related to the main character in that film. Okay. Therefore, you related to the main person because it's a real story. Um, Mm -hmm. Like that was. I remember liking it as a kid, but like I remember my mom was like, "I don't like that movie." 
like as I got older, and I was like, why? I remember liking that. And then she was like, well, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's... <laughs> then I rewatched it. I was like, it's, yeah, okay. It, but I think it's harmless. Yeah. For the most part, I don't see, like, I don't think it's as bad as Green Book. And even though this was also a good film, I don't think Shape of Water should have won Best Picture. I don't either. Like, I really like that film. And I was I, like, you know what? I really you're like awarding such a weird... Hmm? I said, I really like the director. That's what it is. No, I liked the film. And it was strange and it took risks and it was like... Fish sex. Yeah, everybody just talked about the fish sex afterwards. And I'm like, I've I've felt like it's about sexual oppression and the release of one. Any, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, um, no, I I liked the movie. I was just shocked that it won. Yeah, what was the competition? Was that like a sleeper year? Was that 2018? I I think it was a pretty good year. That's what I thought. Shape of water. 2017. So 2018 Oscars. Let me see here. Probably one Kazad's in it. Kazad's in it. He he did a fantastic job in that film. Fantastic. Um I will find him. Oh, the darkest hour. Oh, that I really like that film. That didn't win, but Shape of Water did. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, three boards, pa- three billboards, three past billboards. Past three. Past three. Oh yeah, yeah, you said it. Yep. I Tanya. I actually really like that movie more than the average person. Get out. Okay, that was a good year. What? That was a really Where? good year. And Kobe Bryant won for Best Animated Short. Holy crap. This seems like such simpler times, doesn't it? Yeah, it does feel like such simpler times. Anyway, that has been a... It's been a wonderful slates. It's been good to reflect and look forward to the Oscars. Um... Because I don't think there's a definitive shift in Hollywood. And I don't think it's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Even when we go back to normal. The new Who's talking about going back to normal? I'm like, I don't think it's going to go back to normal. No, I don't think it is either. Honestly, I'm scared that cinemas are dead. I'm scared that uh, we probably... The large crowd events will probably take like a couple of years to get back into the full swing. Oh, yeah. Um. I had a. I was gonna go see Russell Howard in in concert. Oh yeah, he's a comedian. <laughs> he's a just in case you didn't know. Just in case you didn't know, he's a comedian, British comedian. Um, and it's been pushed back again. We we're gonna go last year, and then we we're gonna go this year in May. Now it's pushed to twenty twenty two. God damn. Same with Hamilton. He's gonna go see Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Pushed back a year. I think that would make you cry. It did. It did. So, 
stuff keeps keeps getting pushed back. Life just keeps getting pushed. But you know, take as much as you can from this time, because mm-hmm. this is still don't like stop. Well, be safe, obviously, but whatever you can within the safety, live and enjoy. Don't yeah. be dragged down by like that this time is being taken from you. Just take it back. Take back the man. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Good mm-hmm. inspirational words, Carson. Good inspirational words. On that, um, I'm going to go eat a bunch of Easter chocolate. Oh, it's Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. It, it won't be Easter when you're watching this, but but it it's a it's Easter. Um, oh, and happy birthday to me. I'm saying it to myself. Is it your birthday today? I put it in my calendar Not today. Put it in my calendar somewhere. It's my birthday on a day that we're not recording this podcast, so I'm just saying it to myself. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, happy early birthday. Thank you. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for watching Babylon with the boys. I'm Spencer Chef, and thus concludes our first ever slate. That's our slates. I'm Carl Gervais. And you have a great day, a great week, a great month, great year, great life. Just take your time. You go, you gotta roll with the punches. And you gotta you gotta get up when people try and put you down because you are worth it. Did you eat like a bag of fortune cookies? What the hell is happening? Um, yeah, okay. Um this is really funny because we thought we recorded an outro and we're talking for like 45 minutes after we already finished this episode. And then I was like, wait, we got to record an outro. So, um, so yeah. if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to listen to the full podcast, Babbling with the Boys, Spotify, Apple, Google, all of the podcast things. Links are in the description as per usual. Um, follow us on Instagram at Babbling with the Boys, Boys with a Z. Uh, follow us on Facebook and have a good rest of your day. Stay spicy out there, everyone. Stay spicy. Spicy.